Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at bluenile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. This morning, new cases of COVID in Melbourne with the city now in another week of lockdown. More exposure sites in New South Wales as locals on the south coast queue for hours to get tested. Senior bikies arrested over a terrifying extortion plot. And details announced for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee to celebrate her seven decades on the throne. This is 7 News with Angie Asimus. Good morning. Victoria has recorded three new COVID cases as Melbourne prepares for a second week of lockdown. As Blake Johnson reports, the state is seeing record test numbers, but health officials are still trying to contain the virus as another case is recorded in aged care. It is the same aged care home where another resident tested positive earlier this week. It's one of three new cases in Victoria on the day our lockdown was meant to come to an end. Instead, it's being pushed out by one week. The public health team here worried that the virus has spread beyond our daily case numbers simply because of the number of mystery cases we've seen pop up, including the family of four who visited Jervis Bay, plus the aged care worker who has now infected two residents. We've seen another record day of tests here, 57,000 and more than 23,000 vaccine doses administered through the state vaccine hubs. But even if we get to a few days of zero cases here over the next week, health experts say restrictions will last even if the lockdown doesn't. And from midnight tonight, regional areas relax their rules significantly and Melburnians are banned from travelling there. Businesses are being asked to check ID and refuse service to anyone from the city. Thank you, Blake. There are no new cases in New South Wales, but more exposure sites have been added after a family from Melbourne crossed the border for a holiday. Miley Hogan is at Huskisson on the south coast. Miley, locals are worried. Yeah, Angie, a number of them would have woken up this morning here on the south coast and across in Gundagai to find out that they would need to get a test and isolate until they get that negative result or hear from New South Wales Health after those extra venues were added to the list and the time frame was extended from the 19th to the 24th. The new venues and times include the Shell Coles Express in Goulburn, in Huskisson, Five Little Pigs and the Treasure Chest and in Gundagai, the Coffee Peddler. There are another, uh, a few other venues that have also been added to that list as casual sites. Uh, those are up on the New South Wales Health website. We just need to be tested to make sure it's not spread or it's not around the place. Yeah, just got to get on top of it quickly. Get, everyone needs to get vaccinated and, uh, and make it happen as soon as we can. Disappointed but not surprised. You know, it's just we're a big tourist hotspot here so, and everyone's got a holiday at home so they're coming here. 
as you mentioned, zero cases were detected across the state. That has, you know, eased a little bit of anxiety here on the south coast. It was from 18,000 tests, but authorities want those testing figures to stay high so they can find any undetected cases in the community. It is a nervous wait for many, and we have a very uh, an, uh, an elderly population here for our permanent population, and of course many of them are quite nervous as to what the future holds. Um, but fingers crossed that our visitor has um, kept that virus with him and hasn't left deposits around our area. It has been a long wait for residents at testing centres. Yesterday here at the Huskisson drive-through, the car at the very end waited seven and a half hours to get that test. Today it is moving a little more quickly, but some residents are still waiting between two and three hours to get that COVID test, Angie. OK, Miley, thank you. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg has left the door open to providing financial support to Victorians after their fourth lockdown was extended by at least a week. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is live in Canberra. Taylor, when will we know the details? We're expecting an announcement in the next hour or so, Angie, with Treasurer Josh Frydenberg preparing to roll out support to Victorians, but stressed that it would be temporary and it would be targeted. Up until now, the federal government have indicated they would not be chipping in to deliver income support to Victorians, saying that they didn't want to set a precedent having not provided support to Queensland or Perth during circuit breaker lockdowns earlier this year. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has spoken, spoken with the acting Premier overnight and Josh Frydenberg with his counterpart. With Seven News understanding it will take the form of an emergency payment and most likely be targeted at casuals. The government seemingly having a change of heart but insisting any support would need to be matched by the state government but Labor MPs say it's too little too late. We do recognise that with the extension of the uh, lockdown in Victoria uh, there is a need uh, and there is obviously a lot of pain that families and businesses have been going through. It would be temporary, it would be targeted, it would be through existing systems. How can anyone trust anything this Prime Minister says now? Frankly, he's a artist. Now, it sounds like I'm getting a bit personal at the Prime Minister, and I am. I don't like him, I don't trust him, I don't think he's good at his job. The move has been welcomed by business groups, but they, along with Labor, want a national plan on what, if any, support will be offered to other states if they are plunged into lockdown in the future. Angie? Thank you, Taylor. Australian scientists say they are close to developing a COVID-19 vaccine patch. University of Queensland researchers say it is a game changer and could mean Australians could self-administer vaccines in the future. Currently, we're working our way through uh, preclinical studies, um, and now we're looking for ways to take this to clinical trials. Successful in mice, the patch could neutralise multiple types of COVID. Fire has badly damaged a townhouse at Minto in Sydney's southwest. Crews were quickly on the scene this morning, working to prevent the flames from spreading to adjoining homes. It's believed everyone inside the two-storey building managed to get out safely, and there's no word yet on what caused the fire. Three senior members of an outlaw motorbike gang have been charged over an extortion attempt in Sydney's northwest. It's alleged they tried to intimidate a pawn shop owner into handing back items that had been exchanged for cash. Natasha Squarey has more. 
Well, this extortion attempt was allegedly connected to a nasty dispute between the accused men and a former member of their outlaw motorcycle gang, the Finks. The president, vice president and sergeant at arms were arrested yesterday during a string of morning raids across Sydney. It's alleged they'd threatened and assaulted an innocent pawn shop owner after the former member of the gang took out an $11,500 loan in April after handing over jewellery, a motorbike and a boat. The senior members went into the shop and demanded the owner hand over the items, but when he refused, he was allegedly threatened on a daily basis and assaulted multiple times. We have an individual who owns a lawful, prim, um, a lawful business, has nothing to do or connected to organised crime, uh, gets involved or becomes um, a target uh, of these groups. Police searched homes in several suburbs including Chatswood, North Richmond and Riverston. They seized a number of items including two guns, explosives, drugs and knuckle dusters. The senior bikey members are now before the courts and it's likely more arrests will be made. Thanks, Natasha. Much-loved entertainer Lorraine Desmond is being farewelled in Sydney today. The star of a country practice died last week at the age of 91. Her career spanned five decades on TV and stage. What a life fully lived. She was one of the most delightful people I've ever met in my life. And we all felt the same way, the cast of country practice. We adored Lorraine. I'm going to get emotional now. And we all really loved her. Lorraine said she was most fond of her tours to Vietnam to entertain the troops. Buckingham Palace has announced plans for a four-day festival to celebrate the Queen's Platinum Jubilee next year. It will feature a concert in London to mark her 70 years on the throne. Sarah Greenhouse reports. Given that Her Majesty will be the first British monarch to reach this incredible milestone seven decades on the throne, it will be a year-long celebration of her Platinum Jubilee culminating in this four-day festival in June. Brits will be given the Thursday and the Friday off work and it all starts with Trooping the Colour. That will involve 1,400 parading soldiers, 400 musicians, 200 horses at Buckingham Palace, concluding with a traditional RAF fly-past watched by the Queen and the family on the balcony of Buckingham Palace. Then on the Friday, there will be a service of thanksgiving for the Queen's reign. That takes place at St Paul's Cathedral. Saturday sees the whole family head off to the horse races, something we know uh, the Queen loves to do. And then there will be a special concert, a live TV event broadcast from Buckingham Palace featuring some of the world's biggest names. They are yet to be announced, but this is certainly thought to be a highlight of the program. Then on the Sunday, there will be picnics, street parties, barbecues right across the UK and a pageant involving 5,000 people from across the Commonwealth. It will be a jam-packed four days. Uh, the Queen will be attending basically all of these events. It's also a very ambitious, optimistic plan, given that the uh, pandemic is obviously still ongoing. Lots of logistics still to be worked out, but it is finally giving people here in the UK some hope and something to look forward to. Sarah Greenalch there. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu could be booted out of office after his opponents reached a deal to form a new coalition government. A vote on the agreement is expected to take place early next week and prevents the country from again going to the polls. 
It's the strongest sign yet Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's days in power are numbered. His former ally, far-right politician Naftali Bennett, joining forces with an Arab party leader Monsur Abbas, a first in Israel. A coalition combining parties across the political spectrum, one that would make Bennett Prime Minister, pushing Netanyahu out. It comes nearly two weeks into a fragile ceasefire with Hamas. Netanyahu last week meeting with US Secretary of State Antony Blinken. If Hamas breaks the calm and attacks Israel, our response will be very powerful. On Monday, hosting Republican Senator Lindsey Graham. I don't know how it's going to end in terms of a new government being formed tomorrow. But from our perspective, it's not about an individual, it's about a relationship. The Israeli leader has slammed the coalition, hoping to replace him as a dangerous leftist government. Netanyahu is the country's longest-serving prime minister in history, a strong ally of former President Trump. But recently, his support has slipped. It's time to move. Let somebody else do the job. The deal isn't official until the Israeli parliament votes on it. Netanyahu and his allies now putting up a fierce fight to keep him in power. In the United States, Ashley Mullaney, 7 News. There are fears of an environmental catastrophe with a cargo ship now expected to sink off Sri Lanka. The Express Pearl caught fire and has burned for 13 days within sight of the coast. It is loaded with oils, chemicals and plastics. Authorities have been trying to tow it to shore, but large seas have hampered the salvage effort. Some debris has already washed up on shore. A huge sinkhole is proving a tourist attraction in Mexico. It's now expanded to more than 70 metres across and is threatening to swallow a nearby house. The hole first appeared on a farm in central Mexico on Saturday and has been rapidly expanding since. Scientists have been brought in to try and determine what caused it. The winner of America's most prestigious horse race, the Kentucky Derby, is almost certain to be disqualified. A second sample from Medina Spirit has now tested positive to a corticosteroid, which is considered a possible performance enhancer. Trainer Bob Baffert has now been suspended from the racetrack in Louisville for the next two years. Now to finance news, let's bring in Network Finance Editor Gemma Acton. Gemma, the ASX 200 managed to build on yesterday's fresh record high? Yes, Angie, it sure has. The ASX 200 has powered straight through last night's closing price to once again be reaching brand new heights. And that positive momentum is spread across many sectors. Energy companies are one of the ones which are pushing higher on a relentlessly rising oil price. That's as road travel picks up again in the US and Europe as the Northern Hemisphere strides into summer. It's also been a strong start to the day for local retailers and shopping centre operators, as well as travel companies despite the ongoing lockdown in Melbourne. Not many stocks are falling this morning, but among those who are, we are seeing some miners. That's as analysts caution that the iron ore price, which is still today hovering around record highs, could soon be set to fall. And there is a little weakness in the Aussie dollar this morning, but it did gain a lot of ground overnight to now be buying around 77.5 US cents. Angie. Gemma Acton, thank you. Next in 7 News, sport with Matt Shervington, including an AFL club in quarantine as the league deals with its COVID chaos. Also, Cam Munster racing a cock for Origin 1 as another Maroon star skips training altogether. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Good morning. Collingwood players are under strict quarantine restrictions ahead of Saturday's clash with the Crows. They can only leave their home for training before flying in and out of Adelaide on game day. South Australia's Chief Health Officer going to great lengths to protect the state. If you are at um, Adelaide Oval and the ball comes towards you, my um, advice to you is to duck and just do not touch that ball. Richmond has confirmed Trent Cochin will travel with the team to Perth for Saturday's Dreamtime match after he considered returning to Melbourne to be with his sick daughter. Cameron Munster will be given every opportunity to overcome a foot injury in time for next Wednesday's State of Origin opener. The Queensland star completed training this morning as the Maroon squad came together for the first time. Utility. AJ Brimson didn't train with his teammates. Players are expecting the new high-hit crackdown to change how the game's showpiece event is played. It's going to be a different style of footy. Origin was probably the, you know, the peak, the arm wrestle, the field position, the, the low-scoring matches that uh, you know, we don't really see in the NRL these days. 1,800 extra seats will be installed into the new Townsville Stadium after tickets sold out within 15 minutes. French Open organisers are on high alert after two doubles players tested positive to COVID-19. They've been removed from the tournament. Serena Williams showed she hasn't lost any of her determination in her second round clash. Oh, she made it. That's sensational. Wow. The 23-time Grand Slam winner needed three sets to beat Mihaela Buzatnescu in the men's singles. Big guns Alexander Zverev. Stefano Tsitsipas and Daniel Medvedev are all safely through to the third round. The Brisbane Raw have locked in their place in the A-League finals. The Raw booked a top six berth and ended Perth Glory's finals hopes with a 2-1 win in Redcliffe last night. To make it two. Surely finals football now for the Brisbane Raw. Five of the six finalists are confirmed with Adelaide and Wellington vying for the final spot. The Brisbane Bullets remain in the hunt for a last finals spot after a 91-84 win over the southeast Melbourne Phoenix. What a pass to Harrison. The Bullets are in front. The Bullets are now just a win behind fourth place Phoenix with a game to play. Axe Cairns Taipans coach Mike Kelly ended his three-year tenure with a six-point loss to the New Zealand Breakers. English bowler Ollie Robinson was forced to apologise during his test debut against New Zealand after racist and sexist tweets were unearthed. Today should be about my efforts on the field and the pride of making my test debut, but my thoughtless behaviour in the past has tarnished this. 
Robinson took two wickets on day one as the Kiwis finished three for 246. Devon Conway hit an unbeaten 136 on debut. The two-match series is New Zealand's last before the Test Championship final against India. One of Australia's motorsport's most famous names will soon be back in MotoGP. Remy Gardner, the son of former world champion Wayne Gardner, will make the step up to the Premier class next year with the KTM factory racing team. The 23-year-old currently leads the Moto2 championship. He'll join Jack Miller as the only Australians in the MotoGP class. Wayne Gardner, of course, 1980-70 won his world championship, the first ever Aussie to do it. So it continues on, next generation. So good to see. Clearly it runs in the family. He's got another son too, Luca. So, uh, he's so a name a pretty to watch good, out for. Yes. Yeah. Okay, thanks mm. very much, Sherbo. Checking the national forecast now. Troughs and a low pressure system are generating rain in a few storms over New South Wales, northeastern Victoria and southern Queensland. Onshore winds on the central and northern Queensland coast are bringing some light showers, mostly dry elsewhere due to high pressure. To the capitals for today, showers for both Brisbane and Sydney. Possible showers in Canberra, just 14 degrees. Clearing showers in Melbourne, top of 17. Mostly sunny for Hobart, aiming for 16 degrees. Late showers forecast for Adelaide, 17 degrees. It'll be a mostly sunny day ahead for Perth, top of 21 degrees forecast. Mostly sunny in Darwin with a top of 32 degrees and it is mostly sunny and 20 degrees in the centre at Alice Springs. And that is 7 News to Now. We'll keep you up to date throughout the day. Our next major bulletin is at 4pm. I'm Angie Asmus. Thanks for your company. Have a good day.